Welcome to the From Helios to Hollywood podcast, episode two. Uh, this week, it's Jenna, Mel, and Dubo sitting around chatting about a few stories that we saw in the news and a whole bunch of other random bullshit. Enjoy. This week's coming attractions, uh, February 18th, Summer Eve After by MC Cerny is coming out. The pre-order is available on Amazon now. February 19th, RT Magazine and Avon Books are hosting a live chat on Twitter with Eloisa James and Maya Rodale using the hashtag American Girls. That's from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On February 23rd, they're hosting another Twitter live chat, this time with Fresh Fiction and Catherine Ash. Um, that goes from 11.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, you're going to want to look that one up ahead of time because the notification they sent me did not have the hashtag that they're going to be using. February 24th, there is an in-person appearance uh, from Avon Books, Sarah McLean and Catherine Ash at Barnes & Noble in Cary, North Carolina. That's from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. February 26th, another in-person appearance from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Eloisa James, Caroline Linden, and Sarah McLean at Porter Square. March 15th, Pulse Point by M.C. Cerny, book two in the Read series comes out. That one is also available on Amazon for pre-order right now. Avon on the Air in February. Avon Books has started a podcast of their own called Avon on the Air. You can check it out at avonontheair.com, iTunes, or SoundCloud, or follow the hashtag Avon on the Air to find out when new episodes are uploaded. We are currently booking authors for the Am Writing Project. All you have to do is write a letter to yourself. Uh, this week, we got Janine Frost, New York Times bestselling author of the Night Huntress series. She has signed on with the project as well, so you're definitely going to want to get involved in that. Um, there's more, a link to more info in the sign-up form on the HeliosToHollywood.com blog. Now available, Genesis, an urban fantasy and paranormal romance box set published by Pure Textuality PR. Uh, right now, it's only 99 cents on Amazon for eight full-length first-in-series urban fantasy and paranormal romance novels by some great authors, including um, me, J.M. Gregoire. Uh, Secrets of Successful Virtual Book Tours by Roxanne Rhodes. She's the owner of our touring partner, Bewitching Book Tours. Um, that right now is only $1.99 on Amazon. It might be a good one for authors to go check out. Author Emily Sear is a pure textuality PR author. She is currently working on the next book in her Lightning Witch trilogy, the Vampire Favors series, and she is also currently working on a web serial called the Outer Demon Wars Saga. Um, she just released a, uh, an episode in that. Uh, you can check out her website at emilysear.com. That's E-M-I-L-Y-C-Y-R.com. Welcome to this week's episode of From Helios to Hollywood. I'm going to start this right now by saying that Mel is fighting with a wine bottle. I want to see how long it takes her into the podcast to get into the damn thing. Oh, wait, we have progress. It, maybe not. No. 
She's not look. Oh, yeah, the wine bottle opener is working, and she got it. Okay, that wasn't nearly as eventful as I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be like fifteen minutes from now. You're going to be like, and she's still not in. Um, <laughs> all right, welcome, you guys. How was your week? Love. Guys, do anything fun? Um, I, well, I was hungover on Saturday, so yeah, it was a healing process. Yeah, there was yeah. a healing process. Last Friday night was fun. I I want to say uh, I heard from a lot of the people at. Um, my former day job former day job I've now been a week working full-time I love it at my former day job uh, I've heard from a few people that listen to the podcast and they all say hi and what have you but yeah we were definitely a little bit drunk listening back to it while I was editing it it was like oh god I sound horrendous but whatever there's parts I don't quite remember actually Really? Yeah. Really? I remember the whole thing. I can at least say that. I didn't I didn't black out or anything. <laughs> this week we're taking it a little bit easier. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get right into some of the stuff I saw this week in the news that made me made me think of you guys. <clears throat> Dubo, I sent you the guys the graphic for Harry Potter. Oh 8. my god, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing though. I did a little bit more reading right after that story blew up all over Facebook. JK Rowling tweeted that it's it's not actually a book. It's part one and part two of, of a stage play, like a live play. Oh, right and they're publishing it as a book. So if you're all right with reading it in script oh, form, yeah. there it's an eighth story that it's takes place nine funny. years later. Um, the other thing that I saw that I thought of you, I don't think I sent it to you, the Pride Days. I didn't send that to you, right? No, okay. <laughs> so I don't know who made who did this up. I don't know where it came from, but I'm sticking by it. I'm gonna wear the colors, goddamn it. Hufflepuff Pride Day is March twentieth. Slytherin Pride Day is March twenty first. Gryffindor Pride Day, Dubo, oh, yeah, is March twenty second. Okay, 22nd. And Ravenclaw Pride Day is March 23rd. So whatever house you're in, those are your Pride Days. The graphic is up on the blog. Again, I don't know who the fuck made that up. That I don't think that's from J.K. Rowling. I found it on Facebook. So. <laughs> I guess the other biggest piece of news that has probably come across everybody's news feed this week was the Cassandra Clare lawsuit for plagiarism. <laughs> for those not familiar, Cassandra Clare is the author of the Mortal Instruments series the first movie of which came out. Now, I have not read the books. I'll be honest with you. I've tried listening to the audiobook. I've restarted it like five times now. I cannot get into it at all. Really? That being said, now that I've seen the movie, I think I'm going to give it a try again because I know what all the terminology yeah. is. And that's one thing I do have to say is the movie kind of shoves the terminology down your throat. Mm-hmm. So do I. I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And I was really pissed to find out that like everybody who's read the books apparently said it was fucking horrible i loved it i loved really? it as i've <laughs> i've made kaylee rewatch that movie like five times <laughs> it's so bad apparently author Sherilyn kenyon is saying that the idea is stolen from her and so it's gonna go to court we shall see cassandra claire has been very adamant that she fully believes that it's all going to be dismissed really? that, uh, that the allegations are going to be dismissed well there was a article i read about it and i don't know what site it was from now but i'll have to do some research and then we can put the link up on the website but there was an article saying that the two logos that were used for dark shadows and shadow hunter yeah they were very similar and when i pulled up the logos they don't really look 
look they don't look to me (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know where that came from but i will say on the blog i included the links to the movie pilot piece the guardian piece and the second guardian piece the second piece being cassandra clare responded back and basically said that she fully expects the courts to dismiss it but i included the story for anybody to get all the facts themselves so i'm sure it's probably in one of those because those are the ones that were circulating the most the guardian one is probably the one that circulated the most Mm -hmm. but yeah the symbols don't look anything alike i'm not sure where she's getting that correlation but whatever (laughs) i'm not sure either but you guys have seen the show bones you're familiar are you a fan Okay. Bones, um, the executive producer of that show is Kathy Reichs. And I don't know if that's the proper pronunciation of her last name, but she is. The show is based on experiences in her own life. She is Bones. She has a new young adult series coming out. What is it? Um, I, it, I really don't know a whole lot about it. It's the viral series. I included the link on the blog to the Guardian piece about it, but she is promising that it's just as tense as her adult stuff. Wow. Um, so, uh, I might have to check that out because I don't read a whole lot of young adult, but that it, written by her, I mean, she's an excellent author, so I'd be willing to check it out. Uh, but anyway, the link is up there. Okay, so just this afternoon, I finally finished my binge watch of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hated the fucking ending. I know, I know. I hated it. Well, we found out that it's actually was a totally different writer, I think, in the last season, maybe? Or the last two seasons, maybe. And they didn't even know the show was ending. Well, I guess that could be the explanation. If they didn't know it was ending, they wouldn't have known to wrap up the storyline. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all of a sudden, Luke and Lorelai go for... Oh, by the way, spoilers. I I think, I think I'm the last person on Earth to watch <laughs> the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so I don't think we have to actually <laughs> say spoilers, but I'm putting it in there. Because I don't want internet <clears throat> trolls ripping me apart. Luke and Lorelai, you don't ever actually see them together and, like, happy. Mm-hmm. Because their relationship, when they they were together on the show it fucking sucked it was, it was horrible it was absolutely horrible number one they like in the entire course of their relationship they said i love you to each other twice Like, they never, ever said it to each other. Planning their wedding, but not saying I love you to one another seems weird to me. I don't think he had very good options, though, with Christopher and Luke. Christopher was a flake. Luke was kind of an asshole. I don't understand the attraction to him at all. I liked the teacher. I did, too. Max! I liked the teacher. This week, the big news all over the place has been that Netflix picked up the Gilmore Girls license to do a six-part miniseries, yeah. each part being 90 minutes long. And this week, the reason it was such big news is because it started coming out who's been confirmed for it. Really? Jess, Logan, and Dean are all coming back. So we what? might actually find out who it is that Rory ends up with at the end of the day. Oh. Now, my question is, who do you guys want it to be? Because I don't think mine is popular. <laughs> I want mine to be Jess. Me too. Me too. I think everybody else is gonna I want it to be Jess. Logan. Well, it helped that he was really Logan. Hot, but Logan was hot. Yeah, I, I love Logan. Way. It was a different type mm. of hot. 
I thought. I liked Logan. I liked Logan a lot, but I I just the artist in Jess. That's what I and like. the intelligence in Jess speaks to that level in mm-hmm. Rory. So I'm I'm really hoping that's who it ends up being, especially given his character. Again, spoilers, whatever. Um, his character went out on an upswing. He had like that book party where Luke went and showed up and showed mm-hmm. support, and whatever, and like he's doing well, you know. Yeah. So I kind of hope that's who she ends up I with. Just, yeah. I really hope I it ends up being I was excited when she saw him again. Was, It'll be like uh, my an, an, another dorky win for Guilty Pleasures because Dawson's Creek, I was so fucking happy. Spoilers. If you haven't done. seen Dawson's Creek by now, fuck you. But <laughs> um, when she, whenever she ended up Mm-hmm. with Pacey instead of Dawson I nothing could have made me happier he was my favorite he was my favorite too I absolutely love, I still to this day I love him he's got just a certain charm about him there's a reason Diane Kroger hasn't let go of him because he's hot um so anyway, uh, they are confirmed. The other story that popped up that I was really surprised at, Melissa McCarthy said she wasn't even asked to come back for Suki St. James. What? Yeah. And the way the tweet read was not that somebody else will be playing. She said neither me nor Suki St. James were asked to come back. Uh, she is my favorite part of the I show. I know! <laughs> I was so bummed when I read that. But as of right now, she has not even been asked to participate. I hope so. So who knows? I love um, McCarthy. I know, me too. And then today, I was fishing through like 8 million miles of email, and I got my notification that member registration for Comic-Con is going to be opening soon. I got my code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I looked it over. It would only to go all five days. Admittance is only about 250, but it's a matter of flying out there and then the hotel to stay there. But I don't know, maybe I might be able to make that work. I could fly into Vegas. I can fly into Vegas dirt cheap and then take a rental from there, you know. And that, believe it or not, the extra four and a half hour drive over to San Diego, it, the fl- the cost to fly is ridiculous. I, I don't know. Maybe. I might. I saw that email and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but the drive will be beautiful. I know, so. right? And I've never gone that way. I've never headed further west every time I've gone out to Vegas. We, I've always gone back east towards Arizona. We cut through a part of California when we drove over to Las Vegas, and oh my god. You, and you guys were in Southern California when you did that, though, right? Did mm-hmm. you guys go through Southern? I don't even know where you went. I just know you went into California. Yes, it was Southern California. Yeah, gorgeous. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah, I want to go. So I got that email and I was just like, oh, I want to go so bad. (laughs) The uh, Disney CEO, Bob Iger, has confirmed that Star Wars Episode Eight is now filming. Yeah. It is now filming. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like, I haven't even seen seven. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's so good. I, I'm hoping. I want to do like a movie day this week because Deadpool's also out now, and I want to see Deadpool really badly. It looks hilarious. Oh my god, it really does. And the reviews that are coming back for it are saying that it is really, really funny. I'm kind of thinking maybe doing an afternoon at the movie theater. 
that's good yeah, idea. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. And I'll catch up on my Star Wars. Um, the other thing that Star Wars related that I thought you guys might be interested in, because I was super psyched when I saw it. Gizmodo, this week, a post popped up. It is rumor at this point, neither Disney or Spin Master, the supposed manufacturer, have confirmed the toy's existence. But Gizmodo is claiming that there is a 19-inch tall BB-8 going to hit the market soon and that the starting price on it is going to be at around 180 Oh, my God. I want one. I know, <laughs> right? I saw that. I was like, must have. Yeah, but they have to do R2-D2, too. Oh, I know. I agree. So, yeah, that at this point, it is just rumor. They have not confirmed that the toy is actually going to be created or that it's even being talked about. But the way I figure it is it ended up on Gizmodo somehow, right? Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, and then I saw this. I was super excited about this. And it, come, it ties right into, um, for the listeners, Mel confirmed with me tonight that uh, per our agreement last week, she has started watching Heroes, yes. which I'm super excited about. Um, okay, so mm -hmm. you are familiar with who Matt Parkman is? Yes. Okay. AMC has a new late night talk show coming starring Greg Grunberg, the guy mm -hmm. who plays Matt Parkman, and Kevin Smith. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you know where my ass will be parked every time that's on. Yeah, I'm super excited. I think that's going to be a lot of fun the guy who plays matt parkman was on an episode of talking dead and he was really funny on there he's a total dork i don't know what i would do with his powers i think i would go crazy with matt parkman's yeah out of everybody's powers siler's got the most badass power there is on that show i like heroes Who's Hero? Hero. Hero. Oh, Hero Nakamura. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nakamura. Nakamura. <laughs> um, I adore him. You haven't made it there yet, but his character kind of, I wouldn't say it peters out. No. But <laughs> he doesn't become so much of the focus of the storyline. Like the focus of the storyline kind of shifts off of him. It starts out in the show. He's like a main focus. Mm -hmm. And he does stay a main character, but his storyline ends up not becoming the main one Siler says I loved Siler as a character I have a penchant for bad guys anybody who's been near my blog knows this uh the other thing that popped up Johnny Depp in the Donald Trump Funny or Die video now I know you guys haven't watched it yet you need to fucking watch it it is hilarious I saw the picture oh the, <laughs> the link to the video will be up on the blog post when this goes live Kanye West changed the name of his album for it Anyone that gives a fuck. <laughs> I did see that. Uh, Thank I, you, Twitter. Oh, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> He's so vapid. Um, 16 great unsung TV shows of the past few years that everybody should watch. There's a piece that popped up on i9. That is a great, it's like BuzzFeed. It's good for deep diving, but you don't get much useful out of it a lot of the time. This is actually a really good article. Um, it goes over a bunch of shows that nobody's really paid much attention to. Um, and there's a couple on there I highly agree with. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it is a, a really, really good compilation. Um, I started watching Better Off Ted. I don't know if you watched that one. I haven't seen it. What is that? Um, it's about a corrupt company and it's about them like trying to figure out how to brush things under the rug. It's really weird. 
It, it was actually it's weird, but it's funny. But it, that was like two seasons long. I started watching Better Call Saul, and as much as I loved Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. Um, it's not nearly as fast paced, which I had the same complaint about Breaking Bad. But the pace picks up on Breaking Bad by, like, episode three. I'm already, like, halfway through episode five and still bored as shit with Better Call Saul. And there aren't very many episodes left. I don't know. I do have a point to make. When you start a Netflix show, Mm -hmm. check how many seasons there are because you'll be really angry at the end of the first season if it just ends. Yeah. I've done that so many times. The one thing, um, one show that... I was really pissed about that recently was um, the show Defiance. Um, Defiance, when I watched that, they had just finished airing season three. And I watched all of the first three seasons and then found out like three weeks later that the show's not fucking coming back. And the ending was okay, though. It wasn't like, they left you like oh, like, God, that was just cut off. Like, it, they did wrap the storyline up, so I think they had a sense that they weren't coming back. It just hadn't been confirmed. I watched that, and another one they did it with that they left on a total fucking cliffhanger was The Red Road on Sundance TV. Amazing friggin' show. It was so good. Stars my boyfriend. Jason Momoa, future oh. ex-husband number six. <laughs> Such a weird. Oh, I love He's that so man. Ugly. He is not. Oh my he god, Dubo. Dubo. I will. He looks like super glue your mouth shut. Face. Oh, with a pan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a woman oh, who shit. loves Benedict Cumberbatch. Just I know. I don't think he's cute. I just love him in Sherlock. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, whatever <laughs> Jason Momoa fucking Samoan oh. god that he is is oh, in no. um, The Red Road on Sundance TV and it got cancelled um, between seasons and so the whole show leaves off on this horrendous cliffhanger and nothing about it coming back like no chance Sundance just axed it so disappointed I would have too if I had to look at him oh fuck you yeah. <laughs> God, fuck you. <laughs> in movie news. There's going to be a lot of women in the world that are going to be yes, angry at you. Yes, right? Like, people are going to riot at oh the podcast God, because you just said that. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear it, you weirdo. This is the same woman who thinks Tyrion Lannister is hot. Oh, my Busted. God, he is. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah, we're on iTunes. FYI. <laughs> we're on iTunes. Um, circling, <laughs> circling back, Deadpool. The I have absolutely no idea where this publication is out of. I really didn't pay much attention. I opened, I read the opening sentence and it had me. This is their review of Deadpool. This is just the opening sentence. There's no spoilers or anything like that, but it is so fucking funny. This is what convinced me to go watch this movie. Um, there's a new Marvel comic, summer blockbuster caliber, winter buster in town, a fast, funny freak flag flying four letter word filled flick. Made fun of the making fun of the formulaic franchise from whence it spawn spawneth <laughs> and featuring Spider-Man's rude, crude, and socially unacceptable punk cousin Deadpool. And then in parentheses it says not his real cousin. Um I need to go see that movie. If there was nothing else to sell me, that that review sold me. 
We're, wow. we're going this week. <laughs> right? It looks hilarious. That is happening, I'm thinking, Thursday. Is it legal to bring wine into the theater? No, but if we go to Smitty's, you can drink there. All right, let's go to Smitty's. That's true. Or bring, yeah. FYI, I'm not an alcoholic. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. No, it's true. She's not an alcoholic. We just have to get her liquored up to get her to talk. Mm. The other thing that popped up, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched it yet because I'm afraid it's going to make me sob like a fucking moron. They released Mrs. Doubtfire outtake footage <gasps> with Robin Williams. Really? I haven't I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it. I don't think I can. I can't watch it. Still hearing his voice is like... Yes, anytime I see him now, I see a picture of him and my eyes instantly well up. It's horrible. I listen to a lot of music. <laughs> yeah, that's where I heard it. She was in the car blasting Aladdin. And she was okay, singing. For clarification, Dubo, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? Nineteen. Uh, bullshit. She was born in nineteen eighty seven. Do the math. Anyway. It's gonna be twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So, oh, so cut back to your story. Dubo was blaring Aladdin music <laughs> she was at 29 years old, singing it. Prince Ali. Go ahead, sing it. Go ahead. <laughs> Belt it out, bitch. You know you want it. Ali, yo, Bob, I love the soundtrack of the Jungle Book and of Robin Hood. Like the, the little, Lizard. the song that they, that, that he sings about little John and Robin Hood in the very Robin beginning. Yes! <laughs> I love that song! <laughs> Alright, yes. so get Nate from Lincoln <clears throat> yep. in with Dubo in the car. Oh, oh bad, I'm sure. It's hilarious. I'm sure. That whole family breeds Disney freaks. <laughs> A little. Oh, yeah, I am. A little. I, I will admit. I listened to the Little Mermaid, too. Under the sea. That I wouldn't admit, too. Under the sea. I mean, there's Down a lot. Down where it's winter. Aristocats. That's a good one, too. I love Aristocats. Yeah. Aladdin has the best soundtrack. That's the greatest soundtrack ever. Aladdin was my favorite. Oh, Anastasia. Oh, that's a great Anastasia one. has a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Great, great soundtrack. Well, I can't believe we're talking about do, Disney do, soundtracks. Do, do, do. <laughs> Okay, it's Disney. <laughs> All right. While I was working today, um, I was down in the basement and because that's where my wood stove is, it's the warmest spot to park myself with my laptop. And she has a couch down there. And I have a couch down there. So I was parked in, down there. We also have a TV, which has an Amazon Fire Stick on it. And so I had my whole Amazon library. And I had my dad, like, jamming out to fucking Avenge Sevenfold. It was great. Oh, I want to see you. Like, I put on Backcountry, and he was like, I really like this. It's like, God damn. I'm like, okay, nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Danger line. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun yeah that's how i spent my morning working avenge sevenfold cranked on the tv and me doing the baddest air guitar ever the story about your dad when you were younger with the cd still cracks me up oh god <laughs> this is such an asshole move okay so for the listeners my dad is a dick but in a good way it was all done in good-natured fun but when i turned 16 my parents gave me a choice as to whether i wanted like a huge badass stereo or a car and I actually opted for the stereo because <laughs> <laughs> I love music 
And uh, I did. I got this huge, unbelievable stereo and I started collecting CDs. And my CD collection was like the fucking Smithsonian. It was like kept in perfect order. Nothing had dust or a fingerprint on it or anything like that. That was back when all of the internet providers would send you CDs in the mail for trial periods of their internet service. So my dad, for some reason had piles of these CDs everywhere. And one day I'm hanging out in my bedroom with some friends of mine, which at the time my bedroom had a couch in it. So I had like a living room area set up and, and my bed. And we're all hanging out in the living room area, listening to music. And my dad comes booming into my room, <laughs> screaming at me about if I leave my CDs out in the living room one more time, he is going to take every one of them and smash them and throw them in the garbage and then proceeds to take this whole stack of bare CDs, no cases on them or anything. I can't see what they are. And just throws the stack of CDs across my bedroom. Like to this day, I can remember the sinking feeling at seeing my CDs fly across the room. And so he does this and then slams my bedroom door closed behind him and goes stalking off. And I'm like, oh, my God, furious that he did this to me. Not at all concerned about the fact that he was pissed at me for leaving my CDs out. I was bullshit <laughs> that he threw my CDs in a pile on the floor. And I go flying out into the kitchen ready to do fucking war with this man. And he is out in the kitchen just losing his shit laughing. <laughs> losing his shit laughing. Because there is, I mean, obviously, he would never do that to my CDs. But my dad is where I get my love for music. Um, but yeah, no, he used to do shit like that to me all the time. It's evil and rotten. And it definitely made growing up more interesting. I pick on my daughter because of it, I think. They have to. I think someday if I'm a parent, I want to take lessons from your father. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a good way to do it. Yeah. No, he was definitely an interesting dad to have growing up. My mom's favorite story to tell to everybody is when I was little, I got a Barbie doll for a gift and I cried. You cried? I cried. Because she wanted, what was it, G.I. Joe or something like that? Yeah, fuck Barbie. I'm going to make your life miserable when you turn 30. I'm not turning 30 for another like three or four years. Year. You can be like my Pepe and turn 21 every year. Well, I figured at this point, I think it's perfectly acceptable for me to start counting down. So this year we're celebrating 34. Yeah. 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 It's like Benjamin Button shit. Now, 29 still sounds old, though. I don't think so. I do. I like I I like 22, 23, mm-hmm. maybe 24 at most. Think back to how much of a wreck your life was oh at 24. No, That's what I'm saying. Thing. 29 is perfect. No, it isn't. I don't drink as much. That's not a bad thing. Fucking That's boy. the point. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a bad what? thing. What? You saw what I did the other day. Yeah. It used to be that I could just drink. I could take a bottle of vodka and just chug it. Now I take a smell, a sniff. A vodka. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, where's the cranberry? That's not good. No. <laughs> I want twenty three back. No. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be twenty three again. Fuck that. I feel like when you get older though, you start becoming more health conscious. So you mix your vodka with cranberry juice. Bullshit. Yeah, how's twenty six treating you? Well, I'm a God, you're almost a decade younger than me. Uh, no, we've yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Feeling uh well, it's a few months in, so I'll let you know at the end of the year. And then I'll right. be 27. Yeah, you still got quite a ways to go before you're actually done with 26. 
I liked 26. 26 was good. I felt good. important at 26. At 26, I, don't know why. I felt good. I could drink like a mofo and never get hungover. 26 was yeah, not too see, bad for me then. I could put away yeah. some liquor without without feeling much pain the next day. I thought that too at 25, and then I turned 26, and we had our podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Nope. Dude, I woke up I the was next hungover. day. I what was hungover. I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. I woke up the next day absolutely fine. It's tequila. Tequila doesn't do that to me. Tequila does that to me. If I drink tequila, I feel amazing the next day. I was fine. I and like I we put away again. like what? <laughs> it was like five. No, it was like six or seven shots for me, mm-hmm. and it was more for you because you started doing shots before me. And then you guys started. But pausing. I was fine. <laughs> without telling to take shots yeah. without telling yeah. yes um <laughs> so there's definitely more shut up duo you're ruining the magic of editing um, <laughs> um wait cut for edit go back <laughs> okay so this week i did my first virtual book signing mm. Mm. yeah it's kind of i fun. saw that that's cool so i now I have that. a icon on my website that says you can get the devil you know autographed on authorgraph so do I have to go through that to get your autograph, or can I just ask you? No, you have to go through. You have, have to go through. You have to request it on autograph because that's how it's sent. Yeah. So you won't just like send my ass no. right now. Well, I'll sign your ass. <laughs> but if you want me to sign your ebook, you gotta go through. Autograph. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just almost saw Ariola. <laughs> Don't even deny it. But yeah, so that it was a fun experience. Not much came of it. It was pretty quiet the hour or the half hour that I was in there. Had it been at a different time of day, I think it would have been a little bit better because like the people who were in there after me, readers started being more active. Mm-hmm. So lesson learned, book a later spot. Other than that, I mean, it was fun. Um, <laughs> Dubo. <laughs> Dubo is getting centered. I like that. I and really she's trying like to trying to sneak and be quiet about it. Cent- we'll just leave that code word there. We'll, we'll leave that there. Fixing my chi. You're adjusting your attitude. That's what I call it. That a, works. An oh, attitude yeah, adjustment. I've heard you, I've heard yeah, you say adjusting that. my attitude. Getting that's centered. More attitude to adjust. Oh, has <laughs> <laughs> got a lot. <clears throat> what do you guys have coming up this week? Anything fun? Well, I'm working on the promotional graphic for from Helios. I am so excited to see that. I'll have to, um, I'll give you dimensions and stuff for certain sites. I'll be happy to put it up. We can put up like a Facebook cover photo. I don't um, know if it's going to be out this week because I think I'm going to have to ask a lot of people what they think before I make it public. Yeah, that's I'm fine. a little self-conscious, Whatever. but. For the listeners, Mel is, is learning. So yes. this is all trial run for her. But I took a college class. That was back in high school. So <laughs> you took a college class back in high school. Which is like two years ago. <laughs> I did. They had. They had. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was in high school when I was twenty-four years old. Yeah. There you go. Mm. There you go. There you go. Um, Slow learning. I'm gonna pour myself another shot. So yeah, I, 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 my first week working full time has gone very well. I got a lot accomplished. I am super excited about Janine Frost signing on with the Am Writing Project. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, if we could get more traditionally published authors to jump on, that would be amazing. And unfortunately, it took me several days to reply back to her because something's going on with um, anyone who has Yahoo addresses. If they email me, Gmail dumps it into spam. 
And and it says it has something to do with their servers and um, something that changed with their with Yahoo's authentication procedures. Gmail now views them as a risk. Yeah, right. Google's like, fuck the enemy. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) No, your enemy, bitch. Um, (laughs) So uh, she has a Yahoo address. So it got dumped into my spam. So I didn't see it until it had been sitting there for six freaking days. I have made a habit of checking my spam mail like 12 times a day to make sure I don't miss anyone else's questions. But yeah, she signed up for it. I'm super excited. Her, especially with, I'm a huge fan of hers as a reader, as a writer. She is like an idol of mine. She is somebody who is very, very good at the art of writing dirty, dirty romance without describing anatomical body parts. And she's very good at it. Oh my, a hundred times. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Shout out to E.L. James, the oh my queen. No, she does not do that at all. Um, She's a fantastic writer. I absolutely love her books. I'm so sad that the Cat and Bones storyline is done. That really kind of pissed me off. (laughs) But... At least she was honest about it. Like, she wrote a blog post about it when she made the decision to end it. Their story is done. You know, what she has for them for story is done. So to keep going at this point, she, well, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. This is not how she put it. But basically, she doesn't want to churn out shit for the sake of continuing to make Cat and Bones books. So I get her reason for it, but as a longtime fan of the series, it's a little sad. <laughs> but she'll be in my project now. Super exciting. Which is exciting. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Answer your fucking email. <laughs> I really badly want you on board. You know, it's not like he has a lot of emails to answer to or anything. <laughs> Well, that and um, I read actually right before we started recording, um, his mom is in the hospital in Florida right now. So he's down in Florida with her. He posted a picture, like a selfie of him and his mom in the hospital. And what's going on with his mom? Oh, God, I can't remember what it was. That's what it is that's wrong with her. But they had said that had it been like another hour that they had waited on bringing her in that they she wouldn't have made it so it was a close call he almost lost his mom so i get why he's not answering my email (laughs) as jenna hangs her head in horrible shame for the horrible comment before but seriously answer your fucking email (laughs) (laughs) when you get a chance it's okay take your time that photo challenge I'm doing on Instagram, I'm still sticking with it. I'm still on track. I, I haven't, I missed one day, but I made it up the next morning. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am on day 12 and day 12 was killed darlings. So like characters that you've killed off that you really loved and Natalia, of course. And uh, the part when um, spoilers, if you haven't read burning, it's free. So go read it. It's like 13 pages long. The part where the demon tells her this is going to hurt child Mm -hmm. that like right before she gets fucked up. I took a picture, a screen capture of that in the Kindle book 
and I blurred out everything leading out, but that line is crystal clear. The picture came out kind of neat. That's the only reason I'm like making a big deal about it, but that was today's, and Natalia is my killed darling. Read The Devil You Know. I am reading it. Okay. I'm a little you over halfway through. You the won't devil hate you know. me as much by the end of The Devil You Know. I, I, I do really like it so far. I still so. don't like it. Okay, shh. Spoilers, none. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, because of the way it ends. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that. Well, I remember, um, like, when you were first starting to write, you were, you were talking about how, like, excited you were to be an author because you can kill whoever you want. And <laughs> that is a horrible... In all horrible fairness, life. though, in all fairness... And it's legal. I have taken it very easy on my characters compared to what... Like, in Burning. Mm-hmm. When I originally wrote that story, thankfully, I had a great couple of authors to help me out with beta reading when I wrote that story. I had um, Amberlynn Nadish and Jenny Lercock both beta reading the story for me. And like I said, it's not long. It's only like, what, 13 pages. It, it, it takes you like 10 minutes to read. Yeah. When I originally wrote that, it had a very graphic rape scene in it. Very, very graphic. Like the rape scene alone was probably three pages long. Like it was bad. What made you guys get rid of it? A- Amber, um, she was like, you know, that scene is going to cause problems for some readers. Like some mm-hmm. readers are not, that is going to make things way too real for some people. Yeah. And she suggested making it a fade to black, which is essentially what I did. I, you know, she has the realization that she was raped, but it played out in the original story. It was unbelievably graphic. No, it's definitely a t- touchy subject. Yeah, well, I mean, you have so many books now have to carry trigger warnings and stuff like that. And that's not what burning was meant to be. Burning burning was never meant to be. It, it, it wasn't, I was never going to write it. I had, I was like halfway through uh, The Devil You Know, and I sent my beta readers like the first four chapters. That I, it, it really wasn't even a lot, I don't think. It, it might have been more than four chapters, but it wasn't a lot of the book. All of them, like universally, came back. I mean, not all of them. There were a couple that didn't, but most of them came back with the reaction of, we want to see the event that triggered all of this like show us that event because it was never worked into the story map for the devil you know i put a halt to the devil you know completely and i wrote the event that triggered it because the event that triggered it quite honestly was like part of the original dream that even set me on the path of writing the book i just never intended on writing it into the book so what i did was i put a halt on everything with the devil you know I, and in two weeks i wrote betaed edited and and did the cover for burning and i published it on october 2nd 2012 that story like natalia was never going to be anything more than a name she was never meant you were never meant to actually meet her in the books i'll be honest with you though like with her internal dialogue and with everything going on in the scene I think it was a good call to edit that yeah because you you get the idea of of the scene oh yeah no doubt no doubt I I didn't argue the point of editing it out at all I mean Mm -hmm. the reason I sent it to them was specifically asking them like is this too graphic because it wasn't anything I had been through so I was writing it from what I would think it would be like to experience say you know what i mean one of my beta readers came back and was like as a survivor yeah no this was way
way too much. Unfortunately, it would hit too close to home for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. But had I not written Burning, the direction of the Demon Legacy series was going to be totally different. Like after I wrote Burning, because of what I decided to do after Burning, it completely changed the whole direction of my series. Once again, everything happens for a reason. It was a good thing I wrote the story. Because of that one change in writing that story, it made it so that what was originally just going to be a trilogy of books is now the plan is five full length books plus the two short stories. I don't have any other short stories planned, but the two that I have were not planned to begin with. Are you going to try your hand at horror at all? Yes, I'm still planning on going the horror route, but it's going to be a side project. I do have a collaborative project I have coming up with somebody who is not an author. He is a friend of mine, but he came to me with the story and we're writing the story together. I have that coming up is going to be next. Um, I just spoke with him about it right before I left my day job. The plan is to get together because we have... I'd have to look back at the document now, but I believe when we originally started talking about it, we had it mapped out for five novellas. Like, they're not going to be long. They're only going to be novellas, but they are erotic romance, um, and I'm writing them with a guy. So it's a little, it's going to, yeah, it's going to, it's a different perspective to have going into the writing process because, and they're written from a guy's point of view, but I'm the one doing the writing. (laughs) (laughs) So um, he has to be very involved, obviously, because I'm not a guy. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. And those will go quick. I already started writing one of them and it went quickly. I've already got like 7,000 words, something like that. Okay. You're the cutest face when you giggle <laughs> i love it ew no i don't yes you do no i don't I used to... yes you do i get made fun of because of my nose why my sister used to tell me i had the pig nose she used to oink at me when i was little i am doing everything in my power to restrain myself from <laughs> commenting <laughs> dubo does not have a big wide flat nose i don't date people that we're funny. recording <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody what you just witnessed was Mel's realization that she's on tape. She has been talking uncensored for like the last 30 seconds and had no idea. And drinking wine. And now she's clinging her wine glass like a fucking life raft. <laughs> Dubo's got a cute nose. Dubo has an adorable nose. And anyone who says otherwise can get bent. Sometimes it's nice getting bent. The <laughs> Would, you are not would, wrong, my dear. I like getting bent. I want to have that sticker made up for you. I I'm going to put that right on the back of your car. I like getting bent. I'm down. Right? I'm down. <laughs> and we're back. How are you feeling tonight? I feel great. Yeah? Uh-huh. Your hair looks good. Oh, it does. I haven't showered in a, like two days you can't just take the compliment i tell you your hair looks good thank you thanks it's extension (laughs) (laughs) your hair looks lovely thank you thanks i haven't showered in a week (laughs) your hair looks good i was trying to pay you a compliment you don't don't thank you don't you look good with no makeup oh god really you do have you are you really wearing no makeup 
Really? Yeah. No, I'm not wearing makeup right now. My eyelashes are this fucking long. Oh, my God. I was telling my dad. I was watching um, Justified with him. And Walton Goggins, the actor who plays Boyd Crowder, he has the best bitch eyelashes ever. Oh, yeah, when I see people. Ever. Like mouse? Yes. Mouse? Bitch eyelashes. Oh, my yes. fuck. Yes. Oh, my God. For listeners, you need to go out and spy on um, Melvo online because she has the best eyelashes ever this bitch does not have to touch a mascara tube ever like she does not wear it oh my god and she always looks like she's wearing mascara put, and eyeliner it's infuriating i put mascara on the other day just because that's what i do i just go did she look like ursula from the you Little know Mermaid? some i never thought i'd say this but they were almost too big they were too big yeah. well you i mean because they're already really thick and long. Always <laughs> like she's wearing mascara. It's infuriating. So Walton Goggins, though, this actor, he has those eyelashes, but like his are super dark and super thick. I'm so fucking jealous of this man's eyelashes. That and his waist size. He's got like a size. If it was chick pants, it would be like a negative 12. He'd be like 30. Yes, his waist is like fucking 12 inches around or some shit. I don't even know. He's super thin. In real life, he is, like, strict vegan. He doesn't put chemicals in his body. Like, he takes care of himself. There's a reason his waist is that big. But he does have a teeny tiny man waist. I don't think I could ever be vegetarian. I think I could. There's a lot of good recipes out there. Not when you're driving by five guys. I could easily go vegetarian for the simple fact that I don't crave meat the way a lot of people do. I do. I know. Everybody I know does. I have steak, like, once a year, once every two years. Oh, my God. I don't ever eat it. So cutting meat out of my diet would not be hard. I think, honestly, I think the only thing I would miss going completely vegan would be fish. Mm. I I would miss fish. He'd be pescatarian, then. Honestly, like, how healthier fish for you to eat at this point you think about like just look at the the power plant meltdown that happened in japan mm-hmm. all of that ocean water is contaminated which means everything in it is freaking contaminated i don't care what anybody else says you can't pump radiation into the ocean and not have it affect the fish that are living in it so how long is it going to be before you can't eat that stuff anymore so going vegan may not be a bad idea for people not to mention we're the only animals on the planet that eat the mucus of other animals no other animal drinks the milk of other animals i hate milk that's it's weird I don't like milk. It's if you think weird. about it, it is really weird. It is. It's weird. Or like, taste it. It's gross. It, yeah, I don't I don't like milk. I literally like the only place I drink milk is once in a great, great while I'll have a bowl of cereal. Aside from that, I don't even coffee. drink it out of that. I used to love milk and then you both started talking about it and I don't really care for it anymore. I've, Except you I've need it, it in your coffee. Well, you could drink right. black, but in, in your coffee, that's that's where I get the most of my milk intake. Just drink a lot of coffee in your. Drink. I do. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I drink you a do. lot of coffee. Aside from missing fish, I wouldn't have a problem. Oh, I miss like fish. fish and chips. I would miss that a lot. I'd miss fish and I'd steak, salmon, chicken. I'd be willing to give it a try to lose some fucking weight. If you cook with a water base. 
Um, there's Balaco and Concord. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's oh, it's so much better. Tastes so much better. I've never been there. It's really it's good. good. I've never been there, and all the time it's been sitting there. Mm. I loved Boston Market, the shithole that was in there before it. <laughs> I actually liked their food. I do admit that calling it food is probably a gross overestimate, but um, <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> but that's a prime example of shit that is full of chemicals, I'm sure. I can't imagine any chain like that serves anything even remotely good for you. My Pepe today made me fall in love with them even more. I was a grandfather. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was talking about when him and my meme first met. Her dad used to be a hunter, and he bought a rifle to go hunting with him. Uh-huh. And he, no one caught a, any, like any animals, and there was a deer right in front of him. And he went to go shoot at him. And he said the deer looked at him, and he looked at the deer, and, and he, couldn't, do he it. couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> he clapped his hands and scared him away. Yep, he scared him away so no one would get him. Oh, that's I'd so try sweet. to pet him. I would. <laughs> I'd like try to run Hug him. me. <laughs> I just want to feel your fur. Well, it's like you, you've been to the Squam Lake Science Center, right? Mm-hmm. They've got deer you can walk right up to and pet. It's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that being said, like, if you think about the shit the animals go through when you go to buy it in a supermarket. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. If if you think about it, you don't want to eat it. But if you haven't read it, I'm telling you, read the book Skinny Bitches. Oh, my God. Number one, it's not a long book. I read the entire thing in an afternoon. And she talks about, like, processed chicken and what that entails. Processed pork, processed beef. Um, she talks about artificial sweeteners and the chemical makeup of artificial sweeteners, like legit (laughs) sweet and low, not that far off from being formaldehyde. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) They put that in dead bodies to preserve them. (laughs) Serving myself. Yeah, no, you're poisoning yourself. None of that stuff is good for you. None of it is. Sugar really isn't good for you, but if you're going to eat it, you should not be eating refined sugar. Because that's where all of the bad shit happens is when they refine it. You're in the raw. Yeah. You know, and be careful what you're getting too, because even there's like a bag that looks just like sugar in the raw and it's not. I will say sugar in the raw is hard to find in the supermarket. Mm. We went to Walmart the other day and I couldn't find it. I Dude, the last time I bought it, I bought 25 boxes of it because I found it at the Dollar Tree. I couldn't find it at any fucking supermarket, but I could find boxes of it at the Dollar Tree for a buck a box. I cleaned out their supply the last time I went in there. I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Go out to Walmart in Las Vegas. You can buy it by the bag. <laughs> like oh my pounds of it. <laughs> and this is why I want to move out west. <laughs> right? <laughs> Heather and I, when we went out to Vegas a couple weeks ago, we um we went into the Walmart that's on East Tropicana to get the stuff to do she does oh god what is it angry orchard that hard apple cider yep she does that and she'll rim the glass with the caramel that you use on ice cream sundaes and then she takes Mm. that and mushes it into a bowl of brown sugar it tastes just like drinking apple crisp Mm. I, i got very tanked on them and i don't do beer or anything resembling beer i don't like beer it's gross and by itself, to me, Angry Orchard just tastes like beer. But with the glass rimmed like that, I drank three of those that night on top of three shots of tequila. The next day, I did not feel well. 
but it tasted good going down. But when we went in there, I was like, just out of curiosity to see if they have the sugar in the Rob. And I started fishing through their aisle and they have it in like a fucking 10 pound bag. You can't get that around here. You might be able to at like Sam's Club, but I'm not paying for a Sam's membership just to go get fucking sugar in the raw. <laughs> the one thing you go. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't do, I don't buy anything else there. They have great muffins there. They're Otis Spunkmeyer muffins. God. They are good. Sounds so tasty right now. <laughs> oh, guess what I, I watched do. the other day? What? Last night? Last night, maybe. I don't remember. Goosebumps. So good. Jack Black in it. It was actually kind of funny. It got great reviews. <laughs> Loved it. It oh got great God. reviews. I Everybody was, said it was like, really good. When she picked it out of Redbox, I was kind of rolling my eyes. And then we watched it. Kind of. Kind of. She was huffing and puffing the whole yeah. way out. <laughs> That's not the movie I wanted to watch. That's a fucking kids movie. What is it with you and kids movies? <laughs> At least it wasn't Care Bears this time. No, That's I own true. all of them. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I don't I've need seen to them. that shit. Slash fell asleep to them like 20 <laughs> times. No, but it was actually, it was really funny. Was yeah, you got more into it than I did. I loved it too. No, that's not true. Yes, you were. You were sitting there like, wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him. Did you say I remember? Wow, yeah. <laughs> really? She was on the couch saying that. <laughs> Good. Good visual. <laughs> They poke fun at Stephen King, too. <gasps> yeah, no. It's, it's funny the way it, they do no, it, though. it's not it like... It's, it. Yeah. Yeah, but they poke, it was a they jealousy poke, thing. Yeah, it was jeal- he was jealous of Stephen King. It yeah. was kind of funny. Okay, that's acceptable. It was really funny. Yeah. It was like, you, because you guys never watched Sons of Anarchy, you never saw it. He guest starred on Sons of Anarchy as a guy whose job is to come and dispose of bodies, of dead bodies. (laughs) (laughs) But what better role for Stephen King? (laughs) (laughs) He shows up and he's like, he measures out the body and hands him like a grocery list of chemicals that he needs to dispose of the body. So great. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love him. He's hilarious. Do you guys, well, you guys aren't on Facebook right now. Were you guys following him at all on Facebook? No, had, I don't really. I like Twitter a lot better. He has a corgi named Molly that whenever he posts about her, he refers to her as Molly, a.k.a. the thing of evil. I'm going to throw her under the bus real quick. Mm-hmm. What? So we tried watching It. Oh, oh God. Fuck that shit. Fuck <laughs> I think that we tried shit. like... You didn't like Pennywise? Oh, my times. God. Oh, I loved it. Tried. I couldn't do it. I That was the first book that like, legitimately Ooh. scared me. It was my birthday, Ooh. which... And she said, fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. I it, and Tim Curry did such a good job as Pennywise. It's so creepy. It is. It's just not. It is. Like He's the a beginning. Demon. The beginning. It's like, oh my god, this is gonna be stupid. Mm. And then you're like, turn. I think he's gonna be my next Funko Pop figure. Actually, I awesome. found him on Amazon. He's only like nine bucks. I'm jealous of your pop figures. It's getting out of control. Listeners, if you're not familiar with my blog, I've talked about it on my author blog. Um, I have developed a... I think you could call it an addiction. Yes. I've developed an addiction to Funko Pop figures, particularly (laughs) bad guys. There are some great bad guys. My most recent one, um, Melon Dubo, actually gifted me a $50 Amazon gift card for Christmas this year, and I got myself Hannibal Lecter, 
which um, you got to look him up if you haven't seen it. The Hannibal Lecter, he is actually on the dolly in the straitjacket with the face mask on. It is amazing. He's my favorite. Um, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty awesome. Uh, along with that, I got um, the Arkham Asylum version of the Joker. Um, and I and no, he's not really a bad guy, but I also got Tim the Enchanter from Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail because it's amazing. <laughs> but that was my Christmas present from them. Ronan. He's one of your favorites. Um, Ronan. Mel is pointing at the bookshelf with a mouthful of wine. Ronan. <laughs> I also have Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy because I love him and the pop figure of him is amazing. But yeah, I have an addiction and I think Pennywise is going to be my next purchase. Pennywise or Freddy. 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 Freddy Krueger. He might be my next one. He's pretty badass. I also want um, Vampire Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but he's like 80 bucks. What? Yeah, because they only did a limited run of him. Holy and shit. like even to buy him on Amazon, it's like anywhere between 40 and 80 bucks. Good night. All right. That's everything for tonight. We still don't have a sign off for the podcast. We'll come up with something. I don't know what yet, but we'll come up with something. Anyway, we'll talk to you all next week. And make sure you go check out the links on the Helios to Hollywood.com blog that go along with this podcast. All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.